Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we are unfortunately reminded of how accurate the name of the podcast is. I am Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined once again by my most times co-host, longtime friend, Deanna Mackey. Deanna, what's up, buddy? You know, I was having the worst week yet. <laughs> you but personally. I, I got upgraded to most times co-host. I told you I wouldn't remember, and I did. You did. I did. And now I feel good. One good thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you I'm not here. even mad because you deserve it so much right now. Thank she you. does, yeah. I, I would normally, I would fight about this on a different day, but not today. Not today. <laughs> today of all days. Now more than ever. Um. <laughs> Mom, do you recognize that voice? You're going to be so excited. <laughs> This yes. is the time to practice nonviolence, folks. <laughs> In our third seat, uh, nonviolence champion, please welcome back, returning to the pod, Kennedy Cooper. What's up, Kennedy? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What is this a Twitter DM? Like, <laughs> what's up, Kennedy? Hey. Like four days later. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, I was at the gym. Aside, hey, winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, how horny do you have to be to put your height in a winky face in your Twitter bio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once people start putting height in the Twitter, or especially... Twitter bio is pretty thirsty, but then there's people on Twitter. I, this is not uncommon these days. They got their height in their like profile name. <laughs> oh, you know what? It'll be like, it'll be like, like, uh, Andrew you know, Hillary, five eleven. Ron Swass's man. Swass's man. Four twelve or whatever. <laughs> four twelve is just five feet. I know. <laughs> but it's yeah. that. If, Four twelve sounds, 4 sounds high. Sounds more. Yeah. You know what? I do know a couple people. One of the people I know that has a, a height in the Twitter, but he's six foot eight. I feel like that's mentionable. Yeah, like don't invite me over if you've got low ceilings at that point. Yeah, but that's also come on, that's still thirsty. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I wasn't saying that it was hydrated. I was just saying it was mentionable. Here's the thing: if you as as a man, if you're tall enough, you can pretty much do whatever you want. I'll go yeah. to the grave with that. I know some tall motherfuckers who are deeply, deeply boring, and you wouldn't know it. Yeah, I know. I I could tell you a thing or two about that toxic tall dick, <laughs> but you know, I'm not talking about my my husband is tall. He's handsome. He's very nice. Don't worry, he doesn't listen. That's true. <laughs> oh, he told me that if if we recorded the Zoom and there was something for him to watch. He would listen, and I was like, you want to watch me smoke weed while I talk? <laughs> you like, want to you watch your wife look for her weed pen while like, trying to hold the microphone between her knees? Yeah, okay. like, what do you... That's like... You want to watch me adjust sitting positions every 15 minutes because I'm getting uncomfortable? Wow, yeah. Right, that's like at home. Like, what... Do you did you miss me? Like I don't understand. For the <laughs> listeners at home, I need you to know that uh, I will go uh, pretty much every three minutes. I will go from leaning on my left knee to leaning on my right knee, and then I'll just switch it back up. So and then I'm sometimes a, I'm a fidgety motherfucker. Be glad there's no video. Sometimes he al he leans all the way back. Oh yeah, sometimes I go deep. Mm -hmm. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> truer words have always been spoken. I didn't like that <laughs> a bit. Yeah, that's. 
does it uh, something. Oh that my I didn't like that one nasty little bit. That was one nasty little bit. <laughs> Speaking of nasty little bits, um, <laughs> I don't have anything, but that was a fun segue if I did. That was one of your better ones. Unfortunately, you didn't get to anything. Just a little harder on that one. I feel like you've been podcasting for at least like a couple of episodes now. Right? A few. Yeah. Yeah. He's not on, getting on any better. I think, I think you've done more than 10. <laughs> um, it was really funny. Somebody posted, uh, somebody posted this tweet that was like, what is a pivotal moment in your life? And what would have happened if you hadn't been there? And me and Deanna both like kind of replied how we in some ways saved each other's lives. Um, and I was like, wait, but if we hadn't done that, then this podcast wouldn't exist. So overall net, mm, net, mm. not good. I don't know. <laughs> There's a hole in the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's life's getting saved by listening to this podcast. Like I haven't started dropping my groceries yet, but there is definitely a tear in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going fishing. We're unraveling over here. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? If 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 we weren't unraveling, like you turn on CNN, they pretend like they have their shit together. These motherfuckers are unraveling too, and I know it. I know it. I talk to Anderson Cooper sometimes. He doesn't talk back, but I talk to him. That's not true. Sure. Yeah. Um. How about this can... little nasty bit? Uh. Wait. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, it you can pray to anyone you want. <laughs> Should we start over? No. Like wait, like life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably is maybe the moon, is the moon colonized enough for me to start over yet <laughs> up there a Not new yet, life but... on the moon <laughs> <laughs> look i just want to be involved with tides man you can call me moon child from here on out <laughs> yeah i want to go live in jeff bezos's space city or whatever <laughs> welcome to the moon week yet um it's a podcast about the moon. The moon. <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't go see Moonfall. I wanted to see that movie. What it looks so bad. It's a movie about the moon. Like something goes wrong with gravity. So the moon like literally just falls into earth. Like, <laughs> the worst moon yet. <laughs> like, you know, if, the, if the moon fell into the earth, that would be the worst week. Yeah. That would yeah. Def and, and the worst moon. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a rude little moon. Um, yeah. <laughs> nasty little Let's bit stay of stay up there. I Just will say though, like, I think I think disaster movies are like I will watch a disaster movie no matter how bad it is and like get joy out of it. it disaster mm. movies and maybe zombie movies too. Like some really bad zombie mm. movies are still entertaining to watch. I don't know if there's a ton of movies like that out there. W what about you, Kennedy? You got any? I will watch this movie no matter how bad it is, based specifically off the genre. Movies? Yeah, slashers. Slasher films. Fuck yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah, even if it looks like total garbage, unless it just looks like torture porn, because I don't, I don't enjoy that kind of yeah. shit. Yeah, it's a little too much. But if it, but if it's just like, if, if it just looks like a stupid, terrible, completely nonsensical slasher, like I watched a slasher that was loosely based on Jekyll and Hyde and set in a high school, and it was like the, <laughs> one of the most garbage films probably ever made, but I still had a good time. <laughs> Did you see, Kenny, did you see Velocipaster? <gasps> yes, I yes. love that movie. <laughs> see, I know my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know shit. what I'm about. Velocipaster was dope. We should do a bonus episode and review Velocipaster. Okay, well, we've all seen it. Okay. So is that now? Are we just... <laughs> 
I really, I Listeners, will, you know what's going on in the world. Let's talk about Velocipest. I am really just, <laughs> just uh, stalling because the news is so fucking bad this week. The news week. is so bad this week. <laughs> but Velocipaster, also bad, but better. Better than the news. Velocipaster better than the news. <laughs> You know what would really solve the Ukraine crisis? A pastor that transforms into a raptor. <laughs> you know, in in this situation, uh, Ukraine is a pastor that can transform into a raptor. Russia is a clan of evil ninjas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm following you. And America is a well-meaning sex worker. You know, the pieces Boom. are all there. The pieces are all there. We did it, folks. We solved it. <laughs> Get flat please on give phone. me a please give me a cable news show. <laughs> Apparently, I am making takes worthy of that right now. We can at least get on O A N N N O O A N O, the one you know what I'm talking about. The, the onion, the onion. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, those people are actually pretty smart. Um. <laughs> yeah, their jokes are funny. All right, Deanna. All right, that was a that was a little accurate <laughs> little little too truthful there that's kind of hurts well i'll tell you what uh we we can't sit here and talk about Velocipaster all day well we could but we're not gonna because we have to talk about this week which unfortunately was once again the worst week yet now before we get to the news i just want to take a moment to say thank you to our patrons who are supporting us giving ten dollars a month you can help out at patreon.com slash worst week yet if we make enough money i'll give some to deanna if we make even more i'll give some to gravy she doesn't get me gravy's the producer of this podcast doesn't get paid shit if the awesome. sum if the sum money i get is enough i'll give some money to kennedy mm. whoa Turn this podcast into a pyramid scheme. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Multi-level marketing. Okay, so now I got to recruit two co-hosts. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, though. When you sign up to the Patreon, because I know you're going to, because I know you're still listening after all of that Velocipastor <laughs> talk. When you sign up for the Patreon, please, please, in, with your username, please write your height. We need to know. <laughs> We need yeah, to and know. we'll read off your height on the show mm -hmm. you know so what? that, you know, people can know. If you, you know what I'm saying. If you are over six feet tall, you can pay $8 and we'll still say your name. <laughs> I told you fucking tall people get away with everything. That was the joke. That was why I God said that. God damn it. Every goddamn time. I have a lot of tall friends, so I'll go out and girls will be like, your friends are so tall. And I know <laughs> what they mean by that, you know? <laughs> like, I'm the, the average height in America is like 5'8". I'm three inches above the average height, but nope, just standing next to fucking giants. All right. Uh, so once again, Paige, hey, you think you feel bad. I'm 6'1", but I grew up with friends who turned out to be like 6'5", for some reason, like all of them. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. bastards. The other day, someone sent me an explicit picture of their penis, which proved to be incredibly large, but also informed me that his height was five foot seven. And <laughs> was there like a ruler? Where is this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 where it's going he used a yardstick to measure it so i could uh, extrapolate from that data that like, <laughs> I, I i photoshopped his penis and then put penises stacked them up alongside his body 
that's not where this is going at all. Where it's going is that... Where it's going is that my reply was, that's okay. You can tell people you're six foot three and they can see five foot seven right now and you'll show them the other eight at home. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I'm going to start using that. Hey, what's up? (laughs) I'm... I'm six two or something. I don't know. <laughs> that is unsettling mathematics. I because you said you were five eleven and six two from that is. I hey, look. This is not a math podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you're at home, put your fucking calculators away. It's not that kind of show. Um, <laughs> but it is paid for by the support of patrons like Amanda Pucci, Tara, Chelsea Calderon, G Ryan Gaines. Patrick, leave me alone. AJ from Baltimore, Chauncey Anders, CIA Brainbugs, Josh Troopin, and Herman Kane. Can you believe it? He's here. He's here with us right now. Let's talk about the motherfucking news. He's partying with the ghost of <laughs> Kiev, the ghost of Herman Kane. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing uh they're going shot for shot to be fair i don't know still what the ghost of kiev is it's just something no i does. heard kennedy say no, before we start the ghost of kiev is whatever you want him to be you know it's like a he's, he's it's, the magic in a child's heart i'm pretty sure the ghost of kiev is like a special mission in uh call of duty so i don't know i don't play that game listeners right in let's let's talk about okay so as I said, there's a bunch of bad news, so we're going to talk about um, all of it, as, or as much of it as we can before we fall apart, so pff, maybe like a story or two. I want to begin with something that actually happened the night before we recorded last week out in Portland. Uh, there was a protest going on. It was in solidarity with um, the, for Amir Locke, who was killed in Minnesota. Uh, Portland, they have these weekly protests every week, which is what the word weekly means. You're a great podcaster, Andrew. On Saturday night, uh, there was a mass shooting at one of these protests. Uh, There were four people shot and one other person was killed. And then the gunman was also shot. Now, being that this happened at a, uh, a ostensibly a Black Lives Matter protest, there was initial news reports that implied it was a homeowner that was defending himself against Antifa in a shootout. But witnesses were like, this dude walked up and shot a lady and shot just like started shooting after like a very brief altercation. And so there was like a little bit of misinformation uh, or like conflicting information, I should say. Uh, And then police collected a a GoPro from one of the victims that recorded the entire incident and apparently corroborated the entire witness version of events. This was just some fucking guy who came out, started yelling at, um, people that were doing traffic control. So they were like away from like the main group of protests. There was like five or six uh, women that were just standing there and he started yelling at them and they told him to go home. And then he shot, he started shooting at them. Um, The woman that he killed was a 60 year old woman who walked with a cane. Uh, He fucking shot her point blank in the face and he started shooting other people. And then once the commotion was heard. Somebody that was at like the main group of the protest ran down and returned fire and shot the guy back, um, which injured him. It didn't kill him. Um, so this is like fucked for a variety of reasons. The story went out that there was like a shootout with Antifa 
this was just a fucking like right wing terrorist attack that hundred percent just so happened to be one person there that was legally carrying a gun. Like the, the police, the one time, the one time we could have had the long fabled ghost of a good guy with a gun. Yeah. The NRA isn't saying shit about this. Like, obviously they're not, but like, it's the fuck. How many times is there? Oh, it was, a, it was supposed to be a good guy with a gun. Accidentally shot five children or something. No, this person like took down the shooter uh, before anybody else could be murdered, and nobody's talking about it like that. We're talking yep. about it like that. We are talking about it like that. Now, I mean, you can argue yeah. that like this happened right before uh, World War Three may or may not have started. So it's like, I get that, but like, no, this 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 is a fucking tragedy. This guy had like. This guy was apparently involved in, like, the Nazi wing of the furry community. He had, like, blatant stuff all over social media talking about how he wanted to kill protesters and shit. Like, it's an open and shut fucking terrorism case. And a good guy with a gun stopped it. And it's, like, fucking just going to be lost entirely because of everything else that happened. Uh, It's horrifying. Not to mention that they're not even going to talk about the deceased's uh, exercising their American right to die in a in a surprise gun death oh yeah yeah that's the most american thing you could do is get shot when you weren't even anticipating there being a gun around yeah so uh, i mean this guy he's a total fucking coward he corners like a vulnerable seeming group that's away from the main protests just to try to do violence to them complete piece of shit but this is what happens when fucking kyle rittenhouse gets off yep is that we're gonna have pieces of shit like this just going out to protests and just shooting protesters in the face because they think they can get away with it. Kyle did. Right. And it's really important that we continue to, I mean, I know Twitter can really suck ass, but this story basically broke on Twitter in terms of like the real story. And uh, it's important that we continue to vigilantly do our own reporting just as citizens at these protests and things like that. Yeah, and if this forms. if this person hadn't been there, like recording the whole thing with a helmet mounted GoPro, that would have been the only story anybody got. Like that's that's why Kyle Rittenhouse got away with it is because nobody was recording like the very first moment, so it was a he said she said or whatever. You know the fucking that little piece of shit like was trying to intimidate people is probably is how that started. Like that's how these fucking people operate. They think because they're they've got a gun, they're a fucking vigilante. It's like no, dude, you're starting shit and like you you know you're going to get away with it unless somebody just so happens to fucking record the beginning of the altercation or whatever um it's just it's it's fucking horrifying and i i just i wanted to start with that because i had it on the notes for last week but it was only 12 hours after it had gone down so like there wasn't a lot of information yet but yeah within like 2 days it was like up oh, here's all of his social media here's all of his like fucking nazi leaning shit like yeah that's it is exactly what it, you thought it was, and it'll be lost to fucking history. Um, yeah, um, I have absolutely no jokes about this issue. I just want to say that uh, if you feel mentally well enough, join the Socialist Rifle Organization or something similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners, I, uh, I I can't speak for everybody. I'm a little scared to own a gun because I've had a lot of days where I, it would have been a bad idea. But if you're not in that state of mind... Yeah, fucking arm yourselves. Uh, they're gonna try and come and kill us regardless. So it's good to have. Uh, I don't know. It's good to have some fuck. I, I, it's 
I hate this country. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, also, I'm a narcissist, so I have to make everything about me. And there you go. At at we should do a podcast. I should. <laughs> you should give me a microphone for sure. Um, I often at protests, I serve in that kind of like uh, directing, traffic. like yeah. yeah, like directing people, like simultaneously like holding a line keeping like the protest group together mm-hmm. but also like directing people and i have been in the position that those women were in where like someone does approach and they're aggressive for no reason and it is that is terrifying and the fact that like the thing I have always been terrified of is now actualized is just unsettling. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to text my therapist. <laughs> Wait till after the show or get them on the show. Uh, well, we, we have plenty more bad news to talk about. Let's, you know, this one was really dark. Let's move on to, uh, Oh, we have, <laughs> let's move on to yet another dark thing. Uh, this, let's move on to let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, this week. The Supreme court agreed to hear a case from Col- from a Colorado web designer who wants to be able to deny wedding related services to same sex couples. Now, this is a story we've heard a few times before, although it's a new Supreme Court. I don't have a great feeling about whether or not they will uh, rule that it's okay to discriminate based on sexuality. Uh, But funny detail about this, the woman who filed the suit has not yet even started the web design business. She's suing so that when she starts her business, she's allowed to discriminate. This is like... She literally has made up a guy and is taking it to the Supreme Court. I guess she made up two guys, but that was a bad one. Um, (laughs) She hasn't even started the fucking business, and she's like, I need to be able to discriminate. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. It's almost 100% going to come out in a couple of years that, like, she was paid to do this by major conservative donors, uh, much like uh, the, the really, who was that really famous abortion woman? Uh, You know what I'm talking about? I do, but I don't, my brain's not able to retain that kind of. I can't of... think of her dang name, but she literally came out, you know, and said later in life that, you know, she was just 100% paid and set up to, to play this role. And like, this person might agree with the ideology that they're representing. They might not. I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, they're just gonna, somebody, some big conservative donor is just paying for all this to happen so that. I didn't even the think about that. Can go but... on. Yeah, well, yeah, the fact that George she hasn't so- even George started. George Soros pays uh, us. <laughs> and uh, Bill Gates pays them. Wait, no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. You come to this podcast for the facts, and that's, you Those got are the them facts. right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Patreon.com slash worst week yet. Um, you can pay for the facts. Uh, <laughs> so this week. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
I said wait, two wait, stories what? before we fell apart, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just. Are we moving on? We're all just kind of puffing and puffing. You know what? You didn't say let's move on, and Kennedy and I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you about to start another story? What's happening? Yeah, neither of us, because you know what? As much as I have mocked you for saying let's move on, it does serve a purpose. I now see that it is, yes, uh huh. Here's another little nasty bit. This week, the Canadian truckers uh, were cleared out of Ottawa. The city, the government, uh, they took back the city. What? Um, oh. The protest was declared officially over as Trudeau's emergency declaration led to almost 200 arrests and about 80 trucks being impounded. Um, and he did end the emergency declaration after that. So, like, all the, like, oh, it's a slippery slope. Once they declare the emergency declaration, I don't know. He 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 ended it. So, fucking, I don't know. Good for Canada. I don't, I don't care. Critical um, support for Justin Trudeau, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, apparently, there's now a trucker protest in the United States where there's, like, people that think that they're all on the same page, but are really just like loosely have the similar idea to do the same thing that Canada did coming from all over the country. Like, yeah. They're driving, they're driving across the country, but it's like, you can tell that like, this is not, I mean, I don't know how initially organized the Canadian one was. It like seemed, it seemed like it was like a bunch of different things playing into it. But like the, the American version of it seems completely just like, a bunch of different people from across the country like are like, yeah, we should do that. And then just like post it on. Yeah, TikTok we're also Nazis. With because, <laughs> because America, like uh, we do everything like we are entering into a WWE wrestling match. <laughs> like we have picked a gimmick. America is the fucking America is a heel, first of all, but like <laughs> we, yeah, we, ha we have picked a gimmick and that is that we are shit starters. So like whatever people can do to start some shit, whether it's fucking Biden. Who? Fucking around with Putin. <laughs> you mean Brandon. Brandon. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's yeah. fuck Brandon. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Make Brandon great again. Um, <laughs> I just think it's funny because, like, it, this is so disorganized. And, like, all the different people that I saw talking about it said they were arriving in D.C. on different days, which, like, the only reason why the thing in Ottawa worked is because they were in a collective mass that all showed up together. That could show, Like, if you show up one by one, you're just... Like they won't, they'll just think that there's a truck stuck in traffic. Um, <laughs> but, but like it's so. I mean, they're oh, they're they're dense enough that they caused some, some minor traffic problems when they came through here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, they came through your town. Yeah, there was what? like news about it. Oh, yeah, shit. they're on their way to DC. <laughs> I hope. They and they came through Pittsburgh. Albuquerque. They're just taking forty, I think. <laughs> Taking 40 across the country. Boom. They'll get yeah. there eventually. Um, yep. It's just, it's funny because like, this is so, and again, like I do not support the reasons why Canadian truckers were doing this, but like the tactic itself was effective. Um, and so like the fact that America's trying to do it, but it's like all disorganized and like nobody knows, nobody's on the same page is just really funny because like our, 
our need for individualism is so much stronger than our ability to do anything collectively that we just can't do anything. And like, it's, I mean, it sucks whenever it happens to people that are protesting with me, but it's when they're people against me. I'm like, yeah, everybody pick a different day and show up to DC. Have fun fucking idiots also america has such a fetish for cultural appropriation that we're even poorly appropriating the canadian <laughs> trucker protest <laughs> come on guys what the fuck get your own I'll, I'll thing america <laughs> <laughs> what if there's canadian truckers that are like pissed now <laughs> Hang on. quit copying us <laughs> it's really obvious when a conservative protest is like a bought and paid for protest versus when it's just like the conservative knuckleheads just throwing something together because like, you know, you compare like something like January 6th where everyone like flew and bust in on the same day. Mm -hmm. And like, there was all this dark money to pay for that and blah, blah. This is just like the exact opposite of that. It's just like, wait, they're, they're coming through my town. Woo. Woo. I got a truck. Let me get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is this where they did they think that they were going to just like forest gump their way? <laughs> it's like, this reminds I, me of I started you. trucking and I just kept on trucking. Uh, like, <laughs> it, it just feels like when when like the, the good old boys take their trucks down to the river and get them stuck in the mud on the weekend, but just on a larger time scale. <laughs> This is worse than all. That's why they should have drained the swamp. Oh, my God. It's all connected. This Uh, is worse than all my (laughs) friends trying to get done with work at the same time so we can have a drink. This is this is going worse than that. Good for them. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Everybody hop in your trucks. Come on down to the uh, America headquarters, Washington, D.C. We'll be there. We're doing a live show there next week. It's going to be great. Uh, So let's let's go on to our next story. Uh, this week, Joe Biden, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Hunter's dad, a.k.a. Uh, Brandon, okay. he announced that his nominee, f- uh, his nomination for the Supreme Court will be uh, Kentonji ja- Brown Jackson, um, who was actually, I guess, like the best of his three top picks for the seat. Um, like, I, I don't know a lot about any of the women that he floated as like potential candidates, but like the podcasters that I listen to that do know about them were like, Oh, I thought he was going to pick the worst one. And he picked the best of them. So I don't know. I guess that's good. But like, it seems silly to even think of this as a good thing because like conservatives will control the court until we are like retirement age. So it's like, there's really no fucking point in getting excited about it. I, well, I guess not no point because it's the first. Well, black maybe the ghost nominated. of Kiev will intervene. <laughs> the ghost of Kiev has its, uh, has their talons in every, every story on this fucking podcast. He has mysterious ways. He has my heart. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much funnier that we keep referencing it. And Deanna has no idea what it is. Like, <laughs> But the like, ghost of Kiev could be whatever you want it to be. Again, no one knows what it is. Like, Listen, sure, we could we could walk you through how this started, but that wouldn't actually give you any real information because honestly, it's all bullshit all the way down. I feel like I would have Havana syndrome by the time we got to the end of it. Yeah, I've actually got long Havana syndrome. I got the Havana syndrome vaccine. You guys are fucked up. Um, 
I don't I don't know what's I don't know what's in that vaccine. Okay, it's literally just a microchip. Um, <laughs> I took it out of my microwave and put it into my blood. So yeah, I don't. We're know. We're allowed to make anti-vax jokes now because COVID's over. Oh yeah. Yeah, World War Three started, so we take our masks <laughs> off. Hey, yeah. wait. If this is really it, can we like start smoking in the house again? Yeah. I okay. mean, we're in my house, and so no, but uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, my God. Wait. No. Uh, did I tell you that when when? OK, we'll talk about it later because it is fun. Um, we've got too much other stuff what? to talk. To. <laughs> I've got I've got what I did when whenever World War Three started trending uh, news. No, but wait, we, we'll no, get to it. I'm we'll get never going to gonna be able to think about anything else. I will not respond to prompts because I will be wondering. So just fucking out with it. When Russia invaded Ukraine, I texted uh, the person that I've had a thing for for a few years. Oh, um, Christ. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. no. I was oh, like, no. hey, World War Three might be starting. Do you think we could kiss? And she said no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? That's a shot that needed shooting. Okay. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you miss 100% of the shots that you miss. Okay. <laughs> In my experience, you miss hundred percent of the, of the shots. shots you take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except for your vaccines, you got those ones. Yeah. Um. In my experience, the amount, the percentage of shots that I miss does not go up or down depending on whether or not I take them. So, uh. But yeah. So that was fun. Uh. Listeners, <laughs> text your crush. We're all gonna die. We've got some NFT motherfucking news. That's right. NFT, the new fork time. Oh, thank God. Um. That's oh, thank thank you for saying something over my terrible joke. I'm glad. I hope nobody goes back and listens New to what I just. God damn it, Deanna! <laughs> <laughs> this week, the Associated Press uh, announced that they were were releasing a line of NFTs that were just photographs that they had published. And the the one they used as like the header for this like article or whatever was a photograph of a bunch of migrants on a raft, like fleeing their war-torn country across the Mediterranean. They were like, you can be the owner of this NFT of these people desperately trying to fight for their lives. (laughs) Yeah, who wants that? Who the fuck wants that? Also, like, does any of the money go to those people in that raft? I don't think so. No. Yeah, NFTs are fucked up. But this is this is combining two fucked up things now because you've got NFTs, mm-hmm. but you've also got like trauma photography. Yeah, trauma porn or something yeah. like that. Like, you know, photojournalists just traveling around the world just taking pictures of the worst possible shit that they can find and then making money off of it. Right. And then like writing writing memoirs, writing poignant memoirs about the horrors they've seen. It like, was bitch, so hard like, to watch those people starved as I <laughs> ate piles of fine sushi shipped in from out of the country. Yeah, like oh, the horrors you saw because you went looking for them specifically and then you exploited them. You're the horrors. Yeah, I had, I had to switch into British voice for that one because it just I don't know, that always feels appropriate. I appreciate it. We haven't had British Kennedy on the show before. This, this is the first. Yeah, I actually, I did a lot of theater. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I uh, watched a movie last night that was a Zom rom-com. Not proud of that, but... 
uh, it was a zom rom com, which is a zombie romantic comedy, and it was called Eat Brains Love. That's as close as I got to That's the That's a theater. great title. Yeah, great title. Yeah. Terrible movie. They didn't end it. Like, <laughs> they were driving to the... They're like, it was like a quest movie, so they're like on their way to the thing, and then it just ends before they get there. <laughs> like, what? Who would make a movie like this? <laughs> That's as close as I've ever gotten to the theater, is that I watched a movie on my TV last night. <laughs> Dank. Sick. So, listeners, you may think that's a lot of bad news. Could there be any more? And the answer is yes. This week, um, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, uh, a report came out that showed he told energy companies to charge full price during the winter storm of 2021 that left people with thousands of dollars in energy bills. Um, If you remember, that was people were like posting like, yeah, dude, uh, we got a storm, and now I owe the gas company $3,000. What the fuck? And it came out that Greg Abbott endorsed them doing that. So in response, you know, obviously, this is a bad look for Greg Abbott. So what he did was he sent a letter to um, his state Department of Child uh, Welfare to uh, start going after parents of trans kids. That was his response is, oh, you know what? What if we... tried to convict parents of trans teens uh, for child abuse. That's what's happening in Texas right now. This is so fucked. I I have a lot to say about this. First of all, I want to say, do you remember last year when a lot of like leading young conservatives came out and were like, what what do you even need pride for anymore anyway? Like you've already, you've already got your rights and stuff. Can't you just, you know, be normal like the rest of us now. Yeah, after you got potato head, like, mm. what more do you need? Mm. And then mm. still, even even after that, we still got Minnie Mouse in pants. <laughs> yeah, like, what? We've had, M&M, we've gotten, a shoe. We've gotten so much. <laughs> and yet there's still so... I cannot fucking believe this. So under this new, like, set of guidelines, like... Uh, like offering any kind of like gender affirming care to children means that parents can be like convicted of child abuse or something like also pretty much. Yeah. Also want to throw up. There's like a provision in it that says something about like removing body parts, but like the way that it's worded, it also would cut like it also would apply to circumcision. Like it was like one of those unintentional things that like, they wrote they 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 write this shit with they never such... think about this shit yeah they, like it's legally they think, of, they think of what you gotta you gotta always understand they think of white cis straight like heteronormative culture is so like it's so ingrained to them that they can't even see that it exists like they literally don't know what it is they're defending in a lot of cases or fighting against because like they're they're just so used to being in the cultural right about everything yeah, and it it seems so fucking cynical whenever the shit like this happened. Like uh also in, in the in Florida the the house passed that um don't say gay bill. It just it seems so cynical because like this might sound like I'm like making a case to defend Republican politicians. I fucking swear uh, I'm are not. Are we doing Fo- Fox News hot takes again? Yeah, right. But here's the thing is that I would I would wager my life that Greg Abbott and Rick DeSantis or whatever the fuck don't really care that much about no. trans people or gay people one way or the other. Like 
they probably know some gay people and are fine with them. Like, I don't think that they care. But the thing is, is that they know for a fucking fact they're not going to do anything to help anyone's material conditions. They're not going to make it easier for anybody to get health care or housing or any of that shit. So what they can do is these things where they're just throwing a fucking small percentage of the population under the bus because there's enough of a percentage of, like, fucking like suburban people that they again probably don't hate trans people but are scared that their kid will be trans or some shit so like it's just this fucking cynical cycle of like how can we cash in on people's fear and sometimes hate in order to not have to give anybody anything and as bad as that is just as a concept the result is that trans kids and LGBT, the rest of the LGBTQ community are being forced to live in worse and worse conditions and like being persecuted and fucking people's parents can get like arrested for letting their kid be who they fucking are. It's like, it's sickening, dude. I don't, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't understand this. I just know it's fucking wrong, dude. Well, I think the worst part of it is that it's not just hate. Like it is that intentional like it's the intentional stoking of hate and fear Mm -hmm. that is actually in some ways worse it's worse than the fucking hate and fear because like hate and fear you could maybe do something about but when somebody has a diabolical plot to leverage hate and fear for their own personal gain to the detriment of others there's not a lot you can do about that yeah, and this is really like this really just exemplifies the absolute complete worthlessness and spinelessness of the Democrats because part of how this is able to happen at all is because 27 states out of 50 uh or 52 whatever uh <laughs> have passed I want to know what states you forgot about. I want to know what uh, states you added. Alaska Hold on. <laughs> and Ohio. <laughs> uh, Ohio uh, statehood. Uh, we don't have yeah. time for that. We don't have yeah, time actually, for that there's debate. only 51 states. I, <laughs> Ohio is not. Ohio wait, is not real. There, okay. Wait, am I dumb? I thought no, there, there were 50 are, states. There, there are 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> there are not 52 states. <laughs> I was counting Puerto Rico. 50 nifty United States <laughs> from 13 original colonies. I don't know how many states we have. We have all these, we have all these fake you know what? states. We have police states. We have, oh, <laughs> oh not those kind of states. Look, okay. is, uh, you know, there's debatable. different states of inebriation that I'm going through during this podcast. Look, I don't consider, okay, but anyway, any, so I don't consider well, anything. Listen, a, okay. stop. <laughs> Because Kennedy, twenty-seven states. I do not. This is actually important. (laughs) Twenty-seven states have not passed protections for LGBTQ people in housing, the workplace, Mm -hmm. or other types of discrimination. Because those laws don't exist, that's part of how we open the door. It's not a coincidence that you know the states where these horrible laws that we're talking about are being passed are states that didn't have protections. And what we've needed this whole time is federal fucking protections. Yeah. And Joe Biden promised federal protections when he was running for office. And now here we are. And he's sitting on his fucking hands while people are actually suffering. This is so fucked up, Joe Biden. And all I can say, all I can say is that President Xi, you need to liberate (laughs) Texas. Okay, 40 percent of Texans want independence. That's higher than Taiwan. Holy Uh, shit. Yeah. Forty percent. Um, 
listen, we talked about the people that their electrical bills being too high, people freezing to death in the winter in Texas. Texas needs to be saved. The ghost President of El Paso. You're our only hope. <laughs> you know what? I maybe was... maybe Russia should leave the Ukraine alone and come and get Texas. <laughs> come get your boy, Russia. This... Yeah, hey, Russia, <laughs> come invade Texas. Everything's bigger in <laughs> Texas, Putin. Um, Listen, you want natural gas, right? That's part of why you're doing this. Texas has natural gas, dog. Yeah. This could work. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Kennedy, I'm going to have to take a little bit of issue because you, you know, you listed off how these states don't have pr protections, so it needs federal protections. And you said Joe Biden is just sitting on his ass. Well, I will let you know that he also sees you and hears you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> he has a yard sign. <laughs> That says, I see gay people. In this house, we believe that trans kids in Texas are just fine. In this house, we believe that sucks. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. So in this White House, we believe mm -mm. that's a, that's like a 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue White House joke. OK, it's, it may have sounded a little dicey there, but don't worry. I'm only talking about um, the seat of power in our nation. Um so yeah, it's he's sitting on his hands on it. But he's <laughs> he's looking out the window. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, I, I got a little bit of good news to inject uh, this week. Uh, this the country Colombia has decriminalized abortion. Um, so that joins Mexico and Argentina as the third country in the region to decriminalize abortion in the last two years. So this is good uh, as a woman's right to choose becomes more and more imperiled in the United States. Um, lots of other places in the Americas are working towards uh, protecting it and giving women the access to abortion. So there's some, you know, it's not all bad, I guess. It's, it's all bad here, but there's other places that are doing some good things, I guess. My favorite part about these stories is there's always some white liberal lady who's like, how is Columbia ahead of us on this? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that's like the, the best Twitter main character every every time <laughs> this happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got I've got other good news. I forgot I wrote this down uh, this week. The United States women's soccer team scored a victory in their gender pay discrimination case, um, it, it, they settled the case. It includes $24 million in back pay uh, and the promise of potential future bonuses that are equal to the men's teams. So um, I remember reading about the story a few years ago and just like the fact that Team USA, like the women's Team USA had won like multiple championships and the men had never won a single one. And yet the men were paid like 10 times more than the women. Uh, they got their bag. So. That's good, I, th I think. I don't know. We'll get Megan Rapinoe on the next episode. Ask her what she thinks. We could have a round table with Megan Rapinoe and Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would He's... be an episode. <laughs> Papa's not returning our calls, unfortunately. They can also stick around for the Velocipaster chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bonus episode. We know they've both seen it, so... Yeah, yeah. We don't have to ask Papa John if he's seen Velocipaster. We do have to ask him how many pizzas he ate during the 90-minute runtime, though. 
Because I bet you it's more than two. <laughs> Papa John two is just sitting in his in boxers. Minutes? <laughs> I think that movie's only like 80 minutes long, too. It's very short, very quick. But Papa John's just sitting in his boxers, scrolling through like the dregs of Amazon Prime <laughs> right now For as some- we record this. <laughs> For some reason, I am just envisioning Papa John like, like recreationally using a feeding tube. He's <laughs> <laughs> got pizza. Ju- <laughs> oh, like while he sits around in his boxers, like you said, Papa John is sitting around in his boxers, and I don't know what the fuck you said after that because in my mind. <laughs> I went straight to Papa John recreational feeding tube full of pizza. Papa John uses a catheter, but it's only because he doesn't want to stop eating pizza to get up and go to the bathroom. Well, now, it's in a my lot to mind, take out the feeding tube and walk around like yeah, that. Yeah, In my mind, Papa John is watching like the absolute worst movies ever made. Just sitting there, just ranting. This pizza's not as good as it used to be. They won't listen to me. Papa John has somehow become a one-person human centipede. (laughs) (laughs) He's never going to come on the podcast now. Uh, (laughs) Papa John, Annalyn McCord, and the MyPillow guy. That's our next week's lineup for the Velocipaster bonus episode. Um, Well... That's enough good news for now. Let's get back to the bad stuff. Uh, Let's see. Folks, we are unfortunately coming to the end of a recurring segment on The Worst Week Yet. Um, As you know, we are the only podcast that talks about COVID-19 every week. And, well... That's actually true now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's over. So, you know, we're just... This is our... Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why... This is our series finale wrap up. Um, so we're going to talk oh, okay. about it one last time, you know, just a, what's it called? Whenever you do something at the end, uh, recap, not recap finale, finale. No, uh, curtain call, curtain call epitaph. That mm. sounds right. Epilogue. Ep- no. A eulogy. Eulogy. Let's do a eulogy for, for COVID nineteen. Are we gonna remake COVID nineteen? <laughs> the nine hundred forty thousand and first death was COVID itself. Um. <laughs> so yeah, COVID. It's over, folks. You know this was. It was scary there for a little bit, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad we're done. Now you may be. Asking, we should be thanking Russia. <laughs> Thank if you, they had invaded Ukraine, we'd all still be suffering under COVID right now. <laughs> you know but what? Instead, bam, it's gone. That's really what people have been wondering. Why is Putin doing this? Mm-hmm. And now we know that Putin really just wanted to cure COVID. This the is cure a humanitarian cause. Yeah. All this arguing about vaccines and the cure for COVID was two European countries to go to war. We... <laughs> How many people got the jab for nothing? Like, the, <laughs> like we're making jokes and they actually are funny and none of us are laughing at each other because we all feel sick. I'm laughing at my own jokes, actually. So, yeah, we, we all feel <laughs> we all feel bad right now. <laughs> well, here's here's what I will say. I know we this is the, the official story. COVID is over. And I know, listeners, you may be wondering, like, hey, didn't, like, 1,900 people still die every single day this week in the United States? And yeah, yeah, people die. People die all the time. People are probably dying right now. In fact, I wish I was one of them. But 
there's you know we we've done enough we've had our fun pretending like we can do anything about the covid and we're just going to we're just going to we're just going to embrace it um so this week the cdc uh announced that masks eh, nobody really needs a mask anymore I mean, I guess you could use a mask if you wanted to, but you don't need to. You don't need to. Which, telling Americans that it's like, uh, you don't really have to do something, is like, just, they would have had yeah. more people wearing them if they would have made it entirely illegal. Like, <laughs> listen, all I can no, say. No, Americans only do anything if they can do it to start shit. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, well, listen. Hey. I hope you sheep listening. <laughs> aren't about to take off your mask just because the government told you you could. You do every you do everything the little nanny state tells you to do. Oh, take off your mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Freaking liberals. Playing right into Joe Brandon's plan. Look at you. Wake up, sheep. <laughs> Wake up. Pull the pull the wool back down over your mouth. Um, Call Joe Rogan's people. <laughs> Give him this idea. So the United States—they're not the only one. Uh, they're not the only one, and that's declared COVID over. This week, Boris Johnson got on TV and announced uh, the UK's new plan, which is to essentially just like say fuck it, but in a British accent, I guess. I don't know. Um, fuck it. F- Fuck it. Mate. Bullocks. Uh, no. <laughs> Deanna, do a British accent. No. God damn it. Gravy, do a British accent. She's a cat. She doesn't know. She also says no, though. Meow, governor. Um, that was great. She, she, also, on. she also doesn't want to kiss you if this is World War Three. <laughs> well... Fuck. Uh, the UK announced this week that they are essentially ending almost all of their restrictions from COVID, including this one's very fun. Boris Johnson said, now, if you're infected with COVID, you can go back to work. You don't have to isolate. <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, if you tested positive for COVID, you better be in by 9 a.m. Like, there's no excuse anymore. Um, they also are going to just stop their free testing on April 1st. Being intentionally diabolical is what makes all of this shit so much fucking worse. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the worst part for me is that uh, I can't remember which department for sure put this study out, but there was a study done that basically we could end COVID for $22 billion a year, huh. like for a certain number of years, which is like 3% of the military budget. Yeah. And apparently we're not going to do that. But we are maybe Biden is asking for six point eight trillion more. (laughs) So, you know, that's fine. What's the price tag on the ghost of Kiev? If look, if we could get this, if we can get the Ouija board out, contact the ghost of Kiev. Could we borrow twenty two billion dollars? We're good for it. We're good for it. <laughs> I'm so good for it. <laughs> I see. super have it. Our I pa- totally have it. The Patreon makes $140 a month. How long would it take me to pay back $22 billion? Uh, like a decade and a half. I don't know. I'm not good at math. You know, Listeners, if your calculators are out right now, you're doing it wrong. Um, but I will say this is don't use calculators. That's government (laughs) propaganda. That's just what they want you to add. Um, your calculator is most likely in your phone. And that means that they are keeping track of everything you calculate. Steve jobs knows exactly how much, uh, 20% of whatever your bill is. 
See, if you use a smartphone to do your math, then you send that math off to the government. They send you an answer back. You don't know if it's right. <laughs> Who math checks the government? <laughs> have you ever have you ever stopped? Have you ever stopped to examine <laughs> the fundamental principles of base 10 mathematics? I didn't think so. Mm, mm. That's right. Yeah, see, this is how this is how I swindle you. <laughs> I start bringing up some concepts, some concepts that sound advanced. You know what? I offered to give you non-existent money out of my non-existent money from the non-existent Patreon money. Yeah. And now you want to swindle me, and I think that's rude. No, I'm swindling the audience. Oh. You could be in on this. Okay, oh, this okay. is multi-level Ooh. marketing. Yeah, yeah. You can get okay. it on the ground floor of a failing podcast. <laughs> 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 well, if I'd say we're more like flailing than failing, but it's I would a say I would say this podcast is on the second floor of the building. I would give this. You know what? I would give us floundering even. Okay. Yeah. I you would, know what? On a good day, when Kennedy's here, I would give us floundering. When Kennedy's yeah. not here, it's flailing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so honored. Um, who who fact? I'm really glad to. I'm really glad to be like, you know, the most intelligent guest on the least intelligent podcast. Listen. <laughs> If if we could get Papa John, I almost John, know how many states there are. <laughs> You're really close. <laughs> if we could get Papa John and Megan Rapinoe on here, we could go from floundering to floating. I think we could get there. I'm actually very buoyant. We could float right now. Ew. <laughs> um, I will say I do have to address. Um, COVID is essentially over, but you know it's not over for every uh every. There's one. There's one American who is the COVID-19 pandemic is still very real for. And of course, I'm talking about friend of the pod, uh, John Mayer, who had to cancel tour dates after getting COVID for the second time in two months. (laughs) He like put out a statement. He's like, yeah, we had to uh, push back some of our tour dates after several members of the band, including me, got uh, tested positive for COVID. It's like... He just had COVID. Like, who's had COVID twice already in 2022? <laughs> Someone who's kissing a lot of mouths. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Which, he's got the afternoon, and he's got this room for two. <laughs> <laughs> Fathers give COVID to Don. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a room for two, but he only brought one COVID test, so he's going to save that for himself for later. Oh, man. Do you think there's people out there sharing COVID tests? <laughs> well, this way we'll know if one of us has it, babe. Yeah, like if it's if it's both on there, because like the thing is, we're together all the time. So like, if I have it, then you have it. If you have it, then I have it. So like, if we both use the test, I mean, we probably both have it. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. And we both still have to go to work because COVID is over. Rest in peace, COVID. Our housemate Gary can use the same test too. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just imagining Gary from SpongeBob. 
Gary. All right. Listen, if um, your test comes back negative, someone else can reuse it because it hasn't tested positive yet, dog. Okay, so that's that actually kind of mathematically makes sense. But again, we don't do math on this podcast, <laughs> so don't no, fact check it does us. Not, it does not <laughs> no. make sense. No. Please do not take this seriously. <laughs> I no, I I say with utmost seriousness, if you are getting medical advice from this podcast, you deserve whatever happens to you. No offense. Thank you for listening. If you Our were- next segment is about how to cure COVID with leeches. <laughs> if you are getting anything from this podcast other than more upset, you're doing it wrong. If you're getting anything from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we are not. We are not. This podcast the is whole actively point of this taken. podcast. This is, this is like a saltine cracker, you know? It's just something you can just shove in your mouth. It has no real substance to it. <laughs> There was when like whenever I first started the podcast, there were a few people that like reached out and said like I like get my news from listening to your show. Nobody has said that in quite some time. So <laughs> yeah, because nobody listens to this. I podcast. figure I figure whoever said that is no longer with us. Rest in peace, um, Herman Cain. I was Herman getting Kane. my news from the worst week yet, and <laughs> that led to my untimely demise. We're gonna be sued by by his estate. <laughs> That's fine. You know, Andrew Hillary not... assured me that Putin was just joshing when he lined up 200,000 troops on the border. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was safe to make my vacation to Ukraine after all. If anybody died from listening to this podcast, it would probably be like based off one of the segments where I talked about how I cook hot dogs. I imagine that like <laughs> somebody's like, yeah, no, I put it in a glass of water standing upright and microwaved it. And then I got like a. Uh, hot dog cancer what got havana syndrome yeah Can, dude. like is hot dog cancer is that your cancer is a hot dog or like yeah you're or like a hot dog has cancer i don't understand no, a no hot, hot like dog cancer it i i got this kennedy don't worry hot okay. dog can- okay wait yeah you go for it <laughs> hot, hot dog cancer is when you a microwave a hot dog inside of a glass of water which is an insane way to do it and you get punished for it the moment that the hot dog settles into your stomach it turns into a tumor and just does not stop growing just stays there mm-hmm. could you imagine though for like a point in time if you like wiggled around the hot dog tumor you could maybe get it to like stick out of your abdomen and act like it was a second dick no i cannot imagine that (laughs) nope i can't imagine that (laughs) i've tried i haven't worked on it too long but i feel like i will never get there no uh i'm just gonna go back to rotating a cow in my mind i woke up like this Oh, so yeah, rest in peace, COVID-19. We barely knew you. Well, Deanna knew you pretty well, I guess. (laughs) I I never met you, but you sure did give me a couple weird years. Um, COVID is dead. Uh, Long live COVID. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Can you believe the Queen of England outlived (laughs) COVID-19? I don't believe that, no. (laughs) No, because she's been dead since 2019. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I saw this headline that was like, Oh, you would know if the queen was dead because there are elaborate plans in place for her death. And I'm like, well, then how do I know the elaborate plans haven't started? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Are step these... one of the elaborate plan is don't admit it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this could be the elaborate plan. Most shit is. 
look, once we get Papa John on here, it's only a matter of time before we work our way up to being part of the uh, British royal family. Is Papa John... Is he knight? Nope. Papa John's a knight, right? I don't know how any of this works. I Na- think Papa John is fully disgraced. I think he's been stripped of all of yeah, his titles so and designations. Andrew and like he's well, just Andrew now, I guess, right? Is that the yeah, right? Yeah, he's prince? just Andrew now. He's just Andrew. Speaking of which, I'm Andrew Hillary. Yeah. Welcome to the show. You're literally uh, <laughs> on the same level as him. Like in just, terms of like socially speaking, you have you you have elevated. I will say the one difference between the artist formerly known as Prince Andrew and myself is that I could never deny how sweaty I can be. Come on, Deanna. He tried to say, I don't sweat. I could never pull that off. People would be like, it's freezing outside and you're soaked right now, dude. Whatever, Deanna. You know what? What do you know about b- having the same name as a f- artist formerly known as Prince? You know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about having the same name as a sex predator? Uh, oh. Shall we proceed? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All of that. You know what? I derailed at a hot dog tumor dick. And <laughs> I just really I don't a revenge moment that's all <laughs> I don't think that anybody besides us is gonna hear this because I'm pretty sure Andrew is gonna edit it out so I mostly want to apologize to future Andrew <laughs> when you're listening to this to edit it that you have to hear all of this weird shit again hey you know what future me will know that current me uh, started it and so uh, future me will be mad at past me which is current me uh, not not a <laughs> prince in any of those tenses <laughs> let's move on uh, this week there was a new study that came out that's uh, that found that states that enacted stand your ground laws uh, led to an overall increase of about 11% in firearm homicides so uh It's my God-given right as an American (laughs) citizen. Look, this is shocking that it wasn't higher. I think, like, I was like, yeah, no, I could have totally seen that happening. But why is it only 11%? It should, people like shooting people. It only went up by 11% because the human appetite for violence has statistically fallen a lot over the last 100 years. If they'd enacted stand-your-ground laws in the 20s, would have been some other reasons that that depression was so great, if you know what I mean. That was... Oh, the crowd likes that one. Fuck you guys. Uh, anyways, uh, no, there was like... I saw that there was... I'm, I'm about to stand my ground against the crowd, okay? <laughs> yeah, Kennedy and I are the... Kennedy and I are the opera critics on the Muppets. And we didn't like Waldorf that. and Statler? Is that right? Sure. Thank Maybe. you. Maybe. Um, yeah, I saw that there was a, a case that got uh, that came to a conclusion this week. In, I think it was in Florida. I don't fucking know. I didn't write this one down, but I did remember it <laughs> mostly, I think. So there was... Uh, We're dubious. It was dubious, yes, at best. Uh, there was a 70-something-year-old retired SWAT officer who in 2016 got into... Or no, 2014, got into an argument with somebody in a movie theater um, who threw popcorn at him, and he pulled out a gun and shot the dude in the head and killed him. And this week, the case finally resolved. Um, he was cleared of all charges. Seems legit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's uh, stand, stand your ground. Stand your ground. You know what? Don't bring popcorn to a gunfight. 
Don't bring popcorn to a movie theater. Don't bring uh, a gun to a movie theater. Don't bring a gun to a movie theater is everyone, probably the best call, yeah. Or, no, actually, I'm going to go the other way. Everyone bring guns <laughs> to movie theaters. Because One of you has point, to be a good guy with the gun. Yeah, we have to, we have to try to, to hope that... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this guy's defense was that in all of the years that he spent on the force, this man screaming at him, because like I guess the guy like was looking at his phone and this old dude like yelled at him to put it away before the movie even started. Yeah, he was texting. That's how this started. He was texting and the cop was like damn kids always got their nose in their phones instead of looking at the big screen the big one so the guy like turned around and was like hey dude fuck you or something like and this guy was like oh no 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 and like i read the article and like the case that the defense made sounded like very accurate where it was like this was a young person challenging the alpha male fucking dickhead cops ego and so the cop fucking killed him and the defense lost with that case. They were like, well, you know, this guy, he's been involved with police action for decades. He knows when a situation is de- deadly and he has to use force. And it's like, that's not how that should work. But this is our the country. The only person who made that situation deadly was the cop. Yeah. Which is, you know, <laughs> a bit of a theme as, as far as things go. He knows when country. he's making a situation deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come to Florida, talk in a movie theater, die. I'm never going to Florida. No, I'm going to For Chicago. For the record. I'm going to Chicago next week. I'm not, I'm, that's I'm recording, unrelated. I'm recording never. the podcast by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have gravy, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be fine. It's fine. Gravy I'm, doesn't fuck with Chicago style. I don't know how to do any of this, though. <laughs> so I'm just going to record it on my phone. <laughs> Okay. I can be your guest, except that you don't actually record me. So it's just like you talking and then silence and then you talking and then silence and then you laughing and then silence. And then you going, Kennedy, that one wasn't, that one wasn't funny. (laughs) Wait, um, yesterday I was working on, I was doing hair for a wedding and there was this, one of the clients like was moving her head all over the place when she was talking. She was talking like so loud and I was trying to put these bobby pins in her hair. She was like a moving fucking target. And (laughs) right, everything has to be about guns. Um, And I was like, so you're a really expressive talker, which makes being around you super fun, but I'm going to need you to hold your head still so I can put these bobby pins in. And... Everybody in the room just knew that I was finessing. Like somebody was like, she literally found the most polite way to say, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I was, I was busted completely. Well, you've had lots of practice using the opposite approach and telling us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I thought I'd try something else. How did her hair look? Beautiful. I bet. Deanna's very good. If you need some haircut for some money, hit up Deanna. Um, that's, that's just a mid show plug. Also patreon.com slash worst we get. That's two mid show plugs. Let's move at on the, at the $25 Patreon level. You get a free haircut once a year. <laughs> yeah. $10 a month. I'll cut your hair. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I cut my own hair, uh, as if I'm doing a bit to myself. So big news in the tech world this week, um, with the launch 
of the long-awaited social media platform brought to you by our nation's former greatest future president, Donald J. Trump. Truth Social launched on Monday. Are you in on Truth yet? Are you saying? Oh shit! I'm getting okay. I don't normally get on the conservative (laughs) meme platforms, but I will strongly consider getting on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I've been. You know what? I need to just stop saying things because the universe has (laughs) such a fucking deep affinity for mocking me. Like I was saying, I know that I have said on this podcast that it makes me uncomfortable that Donald Trump isn't on social media because now I don't know what the fuck he's doing and I just assume he's somewhere plotting something diabolical and I feel like I spoke into existence. (laughs) I manifested Donald Trump making his own social media so that he can return. Oh, and it's going to be epic. Now, um, the platform did launch fully on Monday. Uh, However... Unfortunately, it is a complete clusterfuck and uh, nobody can get on. Like, so they they had about 50,000 followers or excuse me, Trump had 50,000 followers after the first day, which I feel like almost everybody that's on there is going there for him. So 50,000 people, that's not that many uh, for a social media app. Um, There's apparently about 600,000 people that got an error message that said that they are now waiting in line for a spot. Not great for your launch, uh, (laughs) for it not to be functional or accessible to anybody. Uh, But the platform is being championed as a place for free speech. You know, they're not going to they're not going to do what Facebook does and say, hey, you you can't say that's fake news, although. To clarify, in its rules, Truth Social promises to take down any content that is, quote, false, inaccurate, or misleading, end quote, and says users have to, quote, have written consent, release, and or permission of each and every identifiable individual person in every post, end quote. So you can't post a picture of a crowd unless you have uh, written consent from every single person in the picture. Yeah, they've already banned a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so it's not the, going... the free the free speech platform already banning people in its first few days. The fun hmm. thing is, though, whenever you get banned from Truth Social, um, you just get a message of Jerry Maguire saying, you can't handle the truth. I've never seen the movie Jerry Maguire. I don't even know what it's about. But that's from that movie, I think. I haven't seen it either, so I can't. Deanna, have you seen Jerry Maguire? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. But like so long ago. All right. Rank these three movies. Um, Eat Brains Love, Velocipaster, Jerry Maguire. Velocipaster. Okay. Velocipaster. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That <laughs> send tweet. Fair enough. Yeah. Kennedy so- knew. Kennedy knew. I want to I think I will try and get on True Social like in another week or two once it like sorts out cuz here's the thing uh Donald Trump was fun on Twitter because he would like argue with libs or like own the libs uh or left people or whatever like maybe but there's there's not going to be a lot of that on Truth Social so like if you can be a good heel maybe you can go a little go some places on there so I don't know So there's also and I I did I'm sorry, I looked something up. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Terrible. Um, there is 
a social media site already that has been around for like oh at least at least a year and a half I would say which one it's called Wimkin what w w i m k i n Wimkin where is this going Wimkin be shopkin okay and <laughs> no <laughs> nope it's it's Wimkin free speech social media and then it says Wimkin uncensored 100% uncensored social media and it's basically like Facebook with with clip art <laughs> but it was made by somebody here in Pittsburgh oh like, really yes let's get the creator of Wimkin on the show or not um Mm-mm. yeah no there's been a few there's been I think can one it, of them is called an anime profile picture appear <laughs> on a show <laughs> Well, if it, it if it can appear on my pillow, it can appear anywhere, Kennedy. Um, there's been a few alternate social media platforms. There's uh, Parler and what's the Getter? I think is one of them. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. None of them have seemed to like really do that well. Uh, but Truth Social is literally just Twitter, except they changed the blues to reds. And Twitter's sick, so I think it'll take off. Literally, I just said that other one was Facebook with clip art. And now this one is just Twitter with what? They they just changed the colors. And oh, instead of calling truth, instead of calling them tweets, they're called truths. And instead of calling them retweets, they're called retruths, which is a fun that's a fun one. Ooh, How many truths? I yeah. want to be the first leftist to go viral on truth. Um <laughs> with a fake story. That'll be fun. Uh Donald Trump, come on the pod. So yeah, that's enough about that's enough about that. Uh, follow me on True Social at Fake Donald Trump. Um, it'll be a good time, folks. Now, I do. Our last story of the week is, of course, we are going to summon the ghost of Kiev. No, Wait. no, no. What? So, <laughs> so that was aggressive. What's up, buddy? I was. <laughs> I didn't care. I don't care. Um, I was... Are you stuck on Wimkin right now? (laughs) I was trying to exit out of that search in the app store, and I just wanted to see what the other apps that came up under the Wimkin search were. And there's the Wendy Bell Radio Network, which is like a conservative, also local radio person. Mm -hmm. The next app that's recommended is the Dating a Widower app. <laughs> the next app after that is called MAGA Chat. Okay. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, this isn't exciting anymore. Meta Business Suite, MeWe Network. Ooh, tr- Ooh. Trumper. T-R-U-M-P-R. Oh, damn. Make social media great again. Also <laughs> looks like Twitter. This is great. So we are going oh, to blow it. up. We're going to blow up on various platforms, folks. Look look out for us. Yeah. yeah I'm wow. going to become the number one Trumper. Er. All right. Let's get into this, Deanna. Are you ready? Kennedy folks? checked in on Trumper. <laughs> <laughs> folks, the world is going to war. 
Now, I want to begin. We're we're gonna talk about Russia and Ukraine here for a little bit, and I, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Are you gonna about begin this. by apologizing? We are. I am gonna begin by apologizing, actually, because I spent most of last week's episode insisting that this would not happen. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to be very clear. Um, I, I I'm not actually going to apologize. I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna just sum it up by saying, like, we live in a country that has been crying wolf about countless fucking countries doing heinous shit since the moment I can remember forming memories. Uh, there, there's a constant fucking, uh, screaming voice in Washington DC saying somebody is going to invade. Something is going to blow up. Like this is just an ever present fucking thing in my life is the government telling us that there's going to be war. They tell us all that there's going to be war and they spend almost a trillion dollars every year just in case there's a war. So the fact that there hasn't been in 20 years a new, like, major fucking war or whatever, uh, I don't I don't feel stupid for thinking that this was just the government lying to us again. Well, that was a terrible apology, but what I will say in <laughs> I'm your not defense. That sorry, like what what I will say in your defense is that anyone who gets their advice from this show gets what they're asking for. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, again, if you have listened to the worst week yet and got <laughs> anything, you are doing it wrong. Like, I know that there are people out there that do actively try to like uh, twist shit and do propaganda. Like I was literally, when I said, I don't think Russia is going to invade Ukraine last week, I was giving an assessment based off of like the best fucking information I had available to me, which was that, I don't know the, they keep saying it's going to happen and the government lies to us all the time. Like I'm not trying to fucking purposely mislead people. It just seemed like a load of shit to me because the government is constantly spewing a load of shit. So whatever. Yeah, and I mean, Joe Biden, how many times did the Biden administration in the last like six weeks release some absolute horse shit about Russia? Yeah. Yeah. They, how many times did they say there's going to be a false flag operation? We now have uh, uh, information that it proves that Russia is planning to fake a tape that will uh, give them justification to invade. They didn't that, No, that was real. They just fucking said, fuck it. We're going in. Like, like yeah. even though Russia did invade a lot of the information that Joe Biden gave to us was wrong. So I don't know. The only person that is right about anything is the person that says they have no idea what's going to happen because nobody fucking knows what is going to actually happen. We're all just fucking out here guessing, man. There's people that are lying to you to try and convince you like one way or another. That's not what we're doing. We're just fucking idiots making our best guess. Yeah. I mean, I think I was here. I wasn't maybe paying attention, but I, <laughs> I was here. And I, I think that what you said was so firmly like so clearly an opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like that was no that was it was clearly an opinion not said to intentionally mislead. Mm -hmm. But you know what aggravates me about the fact that it it has now happened after all of this shit that Biden has said is if you thought something was going to happen in Russia, why didn't you fucking try to do literally anything about it. And I'm not going to pretend that I understand the ins and outs of international diplomacy to the point where I could say what that should have been 
or how that would have possibly played out. And maybe all of that was considered, though I don't really feel like it was. Because in general, like, once again, America has a gimmick and America wants to fucking swing its dick about having the biggest military in the world and then and then wait for something to to happen and try to like good guy with a gun it well i will say it's very much like a setup right in a lot of ways because here's the thing like for the last eight years there's been this ongoing conflict with Russia and Ukraine and, you know, this ongoing tension there and Ukraine like bombing some of its own citizens and shit going on during this time period that like hasn't been talked about nearly as much for some reason. Uh, And, you know, and, and then Joe Biden just out of the blue just starts prodding this angry bear that's just been sitting there clearly fucking ready to go at any time for eight years and then he's like, oh, my God, look, Russia did this. This is crazy. It's like, dude, you fucking Russia's been sitting there just waiting for this moment this whole time. And now you've pushed Putin's patience to the limit because he's just like, well, fuck it. If you're just going to if you're just going to say every day that I'm about to invade Ukraine, guess what? Well, well and at a certain point, I feel like Biden saying it and Putin not doing it is like and I say this just based purely on the fact that like, I assume all of these people are, are narcissists, but like, right. I feel like Putin would be like, Oh, well I'm going to look, I'm going to look weak. If he's saying I'm going to do it and I'm not actually doing it. Like I, I don't, Yeah, there's like a lot of different things that play into it. Right. I don't doubt how much of this is just motivated by his own, like some kind of egotistical quest. Well, I will say. And yeah, I mean, well, we know Joe Biden's doing it for his ego. What is he trying to do? He's trying to get us into a war. So he becomes a two term president Mm -hmm. without having to actually do anything. And And the liberals are loving it. Um, But I I just wanted to say this because, like, again, I'm going to. I'm going to say some things that like sound like facts, but like, I don't know how to fucking get to the bottom of this and say, and say for certain whether or not this is true. But from what I've gathered over the last week, the one, there was a thing that the United States and NATO could have done that would have potentially stopped this from escalating. And that is to withdraw the, um, the option of Ukraine joining NATO. Uh, George Bush, said at the end of his presidency, like right whenever George Bush was leaving office, like, yeah, and we're going to let Georgia and Ukraine into NATO, which was like not something that was anybody else was on the, on the, on the, on board with. And since then that's been like this tension that like Russia's like, well, hold on. Now you're trying to like at the end of the cold war, NATO was not supposed to go past Germany and it's just getting closer and closer to Russia. And so this is like a tension that like Putin knew eventually NATO was going to be on his fucking doorstep. And like, if that was the one bargaining chip, the United States would have had, but it would have had to have been a compromise. Now, Putin, obviously he's a bad dude. He's, he's doesn't seem to make decisions that are entirely logical. Yeah. He was the leader of the fucking KGB. He's a bad dude. Is yeah, an he's, understatement. he's a bad um, dude. <laughs> but yeah. like this, like this is similar to what he's not uh, tall enough to act like this. <laughs> Well, we don't know about his true height. Um, 
<laughs> like this is what uh so apparently and again i don't know how much of this is i've got right listeners just bear with me if this sounds kind of confusing or wrong just google it i'm a fucking idiot so apparently what finland did after world war ii is they made an agreement with with the soviet union like not to like ally with anybody else but not to like fuck with russia like they were like it, there's a, the term is literally called Finlandization, where they're like, "Hey, we're just gonna be chill. You leave us alone. We won't put nukes on on the border with you or whatever." And Russia left them alone, like for the most part. Like, it, it's not, it's, it's, it wasn't like a puppet state of Russia. They were like just allowed to be neutral. And so there's again just a possibility that if we would have done something similar where we were like, Hey, no, Ukraine isn't going to join NATO. You're not going to have to worry about the possibility of, uh, there being weapons pointed at you from just across the border. Maybe this wouldn't have fucking happened. And again, that's like 15 different. We'll never knows, but like to say that this was inevitable. I don't think that is true. Like Putin's Putin's fucked up, but like we could have at least tried to do something that would, maybe have been more of a compromise, but would have avoided there being a fucking war happening in Ukraine right now. Which is exactly what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I let's said, I'm not this, smart enough to know. Let's, I'm smart let's enough take to take in half step. the information and not understand what any of it means. So, yes. listeners, you're welcome. <laughs> Kennedy wants to take it one step further. Maybe he has let's three Let's take this one step further, though. Why does NATO even exist? To stop the Soviet Union, obviously. Why does okay. anything exist? Now, I know you're probably going to say, hey, the Soviet <laughs> Union dissolved 30 years ago. But you know what, Kennedy? That's kind of a dick move. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. But Na- the, the- NATO, was, NATO was literally started to to be a counterbalance to the Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union yeah. has been gone almost I, my listen, whole life. It's the- like when we're talking about like steps that could be taken to de-escalate with Russia, uh, we could dissolve fucking NATO. Like we could say, hey, Russia, we're not going to we're not going to menace you with this big threat of, you know, the but whole America world is a fucking shit starter because our uh-huh. WWE gimmick <laughs> is picking fights. Yeah, well, it's America's like the handsome heel. You know, we think we're a good guy. America is the only country that brings a gun to the U.N., just in case we need to stand our ground. That's my, that might not be true. Um, I swear, I if an American diplomat just like shot another diplomat at the UN, <laughs> I would be so unsurprised. Yeah, yeah. Well, did that diplomat throw popcorn at him? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we Not, you know not just any popcorn too, but UN popcorn. We knew that the United Nations team building movie night was a bad idea. And, and you wanted to do it anyways. So I just wanted to talk about like well, a we didn't bit. have to we didn't have to watch such a terrible movie. If you we know, hadn't we shown them Velocipaster, <laughs> maybe no, that they popcorn. should have shown them Velocipaster. That's why they went wrong. They were shown fucking Jerry Maguire. Nobody wants to watch that shit. <laughs> Two out of three people on this podcast have never even seen it. There's a lot that I think all of us haven't seen. Listeners, if you've watched Jerry Maguire, <laughs> like Ukraine. I don't know, yeah. yeah. If or you've Russia. ever if you've ever seen anything, come on the podcast. Um, I just want to talk like a little bit about like what has happened since this 
this uh, since this kicked off. Now, Putin announced on Monday he recognized the two breakaway regions of Ukraine. On Tuesday, he moved troops into them in an alleged peacekeeping mission. And by Wednesday, fighting had kind of broken out across the entire country, um, or at least in several fronts in Ukraine. So in response, Biden and Boris Johnson, they're imposing sanctions. Um, China and India are mostly staying out of it. So like, it's not it's not gonna work. Like if you don't have the entire world teaming up, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like I'm sure Russia can survive by doing business with the still doing business with the two most populated countries on earth. Um yeah. where so many things are manufactured. Exactly. Yeah. Also, you know, geographically relatively close by. Yeah, definitely. Um the response has been uh, probably the worst thing that's happened on the internet since I've been on the internet. Um, just tons of people. Here's the thing. Uh, I've heard the term fog of war before. Uh, and like, I kind of, it's, nobody knows what's happening on the ground. Like literally nobody, like there's people that might be able to show you what happened on a specific block in one part, one neighborhood of one city. Nobody has a complete idea of anything that's going on. And, and even then, that one specific block that you saw the video mm-hmm. of on Twitter. Oh, that turns out it that's from Latvia in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. And like the fact that, you know, we as a species and especially as Americans are super into fucking hero stories. Uh, every single fucking story about a hero. People are like, Oh, you see, this is the thing. And then like people, the only thing people in America like more than a story about a hero is dunking on somebody that is wrong. So people then will be like, this is debunked, which is like, uh, the, like the, the Oh, yo, you believe that story about that? Oh yeah. And it was like, the thing is, the people that are doing the debunking also don't know whether any of the shit's true or not. Like it's one thing when it's like, this video is from this, other thing that happened in a different place but like a lot of this shit is just stories like there's a story about snake island which is like i guess 13 soldiers on a tiny little island uh a russian ship came up to them this is the story as it was originally put out a russian warship came up and said hey surrender and they were like russian warship fuck you and then then the story said that all of them were killed then it was like some of them were captured then it was like oh the whole thing was made up and it's like Nobody fucking knows that for sure. On any, not not one single person who had any agreeing or disagreeing take on that story. None of them know if it's true or not. Like, I think that, and and the problem too is that both of these world leaders that are directly involved in the conflict, Putin and Zelensky, are completely untrustworthy actors. Yeah, that yeah. you can't count on to give you any accurate information or trust like their state media. Uh, so you can't even trust like on the ground reporting sometimes yeah. about what's going on. I yeah. just would like to say that I also feel that way about America. Like for sure. Yeah. I, I mean to say that like an unreliable leader who gives misinformation willfully like, I mean, Joe Biden's the definition of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you were saying it. And I feel like that's the thing is, like, America has, like, 
there is this attitude of like, oh, those are the bad guys and and we're the good guys. But it's like, no, y'all are all the same guys. And as we know, yeah. men are trash. So do it's, the math. So the only point I was trying to make is that they're both doing disinfo. And then our media is like a level, a layer of disinfo on top of that. Right. <laughs> like a our, our freaking media to sell ads. <laughs> Like <laughs> is taking their disinformation and then weaving their our own disinformation on top of that. And that's what we get here as our mainstream media yeah. about this shit. Um, uh, and then a, a bunch of people on Twitter think, well, this is nothing like Iraq. I'm not falling for it. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just like that's the that's the thing that makes me the most mad is that like I get that it's fun to like dunk on people, but like the people that are screaming about how stories have been debunked and it's like when you debunk like a conspiracy theory about the moon landing like that shit happened 60 years ago there's lots of fucking evidence you can pile through and like debunk whatever conspiracy theory if if something that literally supposedly happened a day ago and there is zero reliable narrators as to whether to confirm or deny it then the debunking is just as trustworthy as the story itself like there's no certainty whether anything is true or not really and that shit won't we won't know most of this stuff probably ever but like at the very least until the dust is settled how much of these stories are true or not. So like just if you're like going and finding everybody that's tweeted about the ghost of Kiev, just like calm down. Who gives a fuck, dude? Like really? You don't know any better than the person that tweeted the video that was like from a 2012 fight flight simulator. Like you're we're all fucked. Nobody fucking knows. I don't know. The one thing I will say with certainty is that none of us are doing as bad of a job as Annalyn McCord who released a two-and-a-half-minute-long poem no. titled make me Vladimir Putin, this. If I Was Your Mother. <laughs> I listened. We are all doing better than her. Oh, listen, yeah. Vladimir Putin, I wish that I had been your weed dealer. <laughs> if I had been your weed dealer, you would have had the headiest nugs. <laughs> and your bowl pack would have been so warm right now. Vladimir Putin, if I was your podcaster, I <laughs> Vladimir Putin, if I had been your sex worker. <laughs> oh, oh, and then the other great take that I saw is uh Trump Trump spoke at CPAC and was just praising Putin for being so brave. <laughs> Again, like I don't I don't like a lot of what or pretty much anything about Trump or what he believes or what he does, but like Fuck, I wish he was still on Twitter, dude. I want I want him to be tweeting <laughs> about the ghost of Kiev right now. It's not fair. I, I love, though, that in the post-Trump era, you know, conservatives are kind of divided on this. And so yeah. half of conservative Twitter is like, Daddy Putin, you can do no wrong. <laughs> I love you so much. And then the other half of conservative Twitter is like, we need to bomb Nas Moscow today. We got to <laughs> nuke him right now. Moscow has to fall. <laughs> Again, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, here's the thing. You had said, like, everybody has the same amount of information, which is none. Yeah. But I feel like... <laughs> but I feel like if nothing is true, then anything is true. And 
particularly in America, because of our sense of individualism, instead of anybody trying to work together to like actually figure out what is true or agree mm-hmm. on what is happening, everybody is like, well, I can just live in this reality where this is my, this is what I believe is true. And you can live in that reality over there and we can like go to the grocery store and like be near each other and live life in these just like parallel but completely different bubbles of what is in what is and isn't true. To me, it seems like people are actually more motivated to find out things other people that are are saying that aren't true than to find out what is actually true. Because Americans love starting shit. That's a big part of it. Right. Why would you produce your own information when you could spend your time going after someone else for the quality of their information? Now, I don't know what's going on, but this guy, he really... He really fucked up saying he thinks he knows what's going on. I mean, that's basically okay. you and I every week. <laughs> Fair. Let's, let's let's start a let's start this is I'm getting y'all in on a conspiracy right now. Oh, okay. Let's start a disinformation campaign of our own. All right, listeners, about pretend there you being didn't hear this some part. Some kind of some kind of freedom fighting cat in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> no, can it be Gravy's cousin? <laughs> I think that we should start with with something a little less ambitious. Like maybe we could just start a conspiracy theory that this podcast is good. That would be a much that tougher sell. Really hard, actually. Uh, Kennedy, I will say I love. It would get debunked immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact checkers this would listen the, to it's one a minute debunking theory podcast. <laughs> I will say, Kennedy, um, I love where you're coming from, and uh, I do support just fucking saying fuck it and leaning into it. But wait, wait, uh, can the well, hold cat- on, hold on. I saw a tweet today from somebody with a Ukrainian flag in their bio or in their screen name, and in the tweet, it was a photograph of a Ukrainian soldier uh, holding a cat that said, "Ukrainian cat trained to find sniper dots." has saved the lives of four Ukrainian soldiers already. Damn, I'm already... <laughs> my grip is behind the fucking times. They said <laughs> that they trained this cat to find red dots. Motherfucker, you did not train anything. That's what a cat does, okay? I don't That's know if you've ever met a cat. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met a cat, but they are uh, incapable of not going after the red dot. So you didn't train. Okay. You just brought a cat into the room. Also, he had an SS we, patch yeah. on his jacket. The cat? Oh, what? No, the, the soldier. Oh. <laughs> not it's, cat. it's funny how almost every picture of the Ukrainian National Guard seems to have a little a little surprise in it if you look closely. There are no good guys. The only thing I can say is that no matter who wins the conflict in Russia and Ukraine, we all lose. Yeah. I also was thinking about like the environmental cost of like the environmental cost of war and like even just manufacturing waste, et cetera, from all of the additional weapons and equipment and materials, like things released into the air Mm -hmm. and atmosphere as a result of explosions there. They were. Well, don't worry. They're only blowing stuff up near Chernobyl. They're not blowing up Chernobyl. Oh, right, right. Uh, (laughs) Never mind. They're already they're already estimating also three to four million people displaced. People. I mean, that's 
That's oh wait, like but they have blonde hair and blue eyes. Okay, this is a problem. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, especially because they're not letting the black Ukrainians on the trains yet. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Oh boy, Ukrainians—they're just like us, folks. So, um, is that is that why we are we want to help them so much? They're just <laughs> oh yeah, they're like oh they're racist. We got to get over yeah, there. Yeah, we gotta. Oh. I mean, it's it's deeper than that. <laughs> we we pushed them to the right in 2014. I mean, we. Yep like effectively cooed their election and now we're crying about oh their democracy is being threatened like shut the fuck up we literally fucking ruined their elections in 2014 right we were the original election hackers like what the fuck <laughs> we were hacking elections whenever there was stone tablet we were hacking elections before this country existed um yeah so again Anybody? And it just goes to show how much propaganda there is that there could be like literally thousands of neutral observers in Venezuela for their election. And uh-huh. people will still say, well, that was a that's totally rigged, 100 percent rigged. And uh, in 2014, Ukraine, uh, we like basically kept observers out. Yep. It's all fucked, folks. Again, the only person that isn't lying to you is the person that has no idea what's going on and admits it. Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the ghost of Kiev. Well, uh, we. this has been a rough one, but before we get out of here, there is some legitimate good fucking news that we need to end on. This is... I don't believe you, but let's hear it. This is maybe the biggest story that we have ever had on The Worst Week yet. Uh, last week, we began the episode by talking about the recent crime wave in California uh, resulting from a 500-pound bear named Hank the Tank that had broken into, uh, I think, like three dozen homes and was terrorizing some fucking rich community in South Lake Tahoe. Well, folks... I wish I was that bear. We have an update. This week, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife issued a pardon for Hank the Tank. Now, that is their word. Let's go. Not mine. They issued a pardon. Now you really wish you were Hank the Tank. Can I tell you why? Pardon me. (laughs) Last week, we talked about how California Fish and Wildlife ordered for the bear to be shot and killed. They literally pardoned him because of DNA evidence. They found out after examining the DNA left at the scene that Hank the Tank wasn't just one bear. It was multiple bears. And they're like, well, we can't just kill this bear. Because oh, it's y'all. It's all of us. It is every... We are we are Hank the Tank. Um, but yes, they were... This bear... Again, can't stress enough how fucked this country is. This bear was set to be executed before we even bothered to look into whether or not it was one or more bears. I, I imagine I, if this think, DNA uh, evidence I think had if come Hank out. The tank, I think if Hank the Tank had been killed, revolution. Yeah. If Hank the Tank dies, we riot. I think if there had been a good guy with a gun there, a good bear with a gun, Hank the Tank would have lived, but a six year old girl would have gotten <laughs> shot. <laughs> and folks, that is the, the only worst thing that can, can stop a bad yeah. bear with a gun. <laughs> Is a worse is bear. a good bear with a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> I would stop. I'd be stopped by that. Um, yeah. So long live Hank the Tank. Uh, rest in peace, COVID. Uh, follow us on Truth. That's that's all we got. Um, this has been a good show, Kennedy. I'm so glad you came on and helped us ooh, get through it. Uh, bad week. Good show. 
Glad, always glad to have you. Kennedy, where can folks find you? Um, you can go to twitter.com. That's all you have to do. That's it. <laughs> you Punch will, that in. yeah, arrive there. You'll find that's my website immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you get lost, you could search for at Kennedy T. Cooper. Wow. But really, yeah. you should. I'm, you know, I'm on the front page of Twitter mm-hmm. yeah, every day at, at every moment. Well, they had to put somebody in after they kicked yeah. Donald Trump off, and uh, yeah, the and tank it's is me. There. My they were like they were like we have to find someone whose whose opinions about things are as bad as Donald Trump. <laughs> now I've never seen you a uh, video of you eating a taco bowl, but I would watch it. Uh, <laughs> what are your views on throwing popcorn? You don't um, have to answer that. This is being recorded. I'm, ner- I'm nervous to answer <laughs> that question. Oh, uh, fuck. Thank you again, Kennedy. Deanna, how about you, buddy? Where can people find you? Don't look for me. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> Whatever you find, you, you it won't make you like me more. Well, um, that's understandable. I can guarantee if you've found me, you will be disappointed. But I still want you to because I'm a sucker for attention. Uh, you can follow me on Truth Social at Andrew Hiller US. Um, I'll be just re-truthing the truths, baby. That's all I'm going to do. Um, also, the Patreon, once again, is patreon.com slash worstweekyet. We, I post shows there sometimes. You can give money for it. So it's it's a great deal, honestly. honestly. Yeah, you can find me on Dating for Widowers. <laughs> <laughs> you can. If you want to hit me up on MAGA chat, if you want a sneaky link. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even actually know what a sneaky. Is that a sex thing or a weed thing? I don't know. I don't know, but I would, I'm going to be honest. I would definitely click on it regardless. <laughs> Here's the sneaky link. I'm not Googling what that is. I'm clicking. I'm smashing. Smash that sneaky link button. It's not like a (laughs) it's not like a hyperlink. It's a you know what? It's it's a type of interpersonal relationship that seems to be transactional in nature. Okay. I just don't know what the nature of the (laughs) transactions is. Deanna, how did you switch into definition mode that quick, dude? I don't even know. This is you know what? We'll tune in next week and we'll have the answer to that question. Thank you again for listening and uh, good goodbye. Everybody say goodbye to the folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>